sick. We're in on. Happy fucking New Year, guys. Hey, man. I just want to say, hey, man. Good job, guys. Good year. Shouldn't the local North Bay Carpenter saying, hey. Keep it going, man. Keep it going. On. Love you, guys. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? Staying warm? <laughs> yeah. It is so cold down here. It dipped to 59 degrees tonight. <laughs> yeah, I almost had to put my heat on. Wasn't, uh... Jimmy Kimmel was doing something where he showed Los Angelinos like joking about how it's not really cold, and then he was just dumping snow on them in the middle of the interview. Yeah, he was like going to the beach. Or something. He's so snarky. That Kimmel. He's a snarky fellow. He is a snarky snark, that guy. But yeah, you know, uh, yeah, okay, we, we don't have the polar vortex. But it, it's funny to me when Angelinos or even Angelinos bitch about San Francisco being freezing. And what what is it like? I don't know, what, 52 degrees there right now? Oh, let me look at my trusty iPhone here. It's, I mean, it's, uh, it's probably cold. It's 52. 52, okay. And here in, in uh, L.A., it's a few degrees warmer. So uh, I think it's 59 degrees. But, you know, it, it's funny that we bitch about that. That, that. That's cold to us. Like, we go outside and we're like, oh, my God, that's freezing. Whereas, meanwhile, they're calling Chicago Shiberia. Have you heard of this? Shiberia. Shiberia. <laughs> Shitty beeria. <laughs> you know that river, the Chicago River, actually froze solid, which never happens. Oh, wow. I haven't actually seen that. But There's I know a picture uh, Lake, of it. I thought like uh, Lake Michigan. Doesn't portions of Lake Michigan freeze over? No. <laughs> Maybe the edge. But, I mean, it's too big. You can't walk on it. Yeah. But, I mean, oh. it's it's there's like chunks of ice on it. And um, I've never seen the Chicago River completely frozen over, though. Yeah, no. I mean, the, the reason they showed the photo was like, this is crazy how the Chicago River which is a huge flowing river froze over with like, you know, a couple inches of ice. Well, it's uh, what, like negative 16 or something? They said it was colder in Chicago than it is in like the South Pole right now. <laughs> like uh, the South Pole is negative 11 in Chicago. It's like negative Lucky 16. Lucky penguins and polar bears. Where is this polar the, vortex? The 49ers versus Packers football game on Sunday was, it was like negative 17 with wind chill. <laughs> yeah, it was like negative 17 with wind chill and like, I don't know, like negative 7 normally. And they, and they actually had to play football in that. And so a bunch of those motherfuckers were still like, had their sleeves off so they yeah, can show off their tattoos the uh quarterback for san francisco oh, um yes. like he he uh purposely didn't wear you know didn't wear like uh long underwear thermals he's a badass that guy <laughs> paid a lot of money for those tattoos gotta show them off gotta show Big them game. off they had to have been freezing their ghoulies off like most people in the midwest right now in the middle of that polar vortex why is this a polar vortex i don't know i like saying it polar know, vortex they're all, they're all saying it well, it's just that area is just... Uh, Sounds like a Mountain Dew flavor. Yeah, but that area is unduly freezing right now. And it's, it's, 
Even though it's breaking records how cold it is. So they're claiming it's a vortex. I just want to be like the grandpa and be like, in my day, it was just fucking cold. <laughs> I mean, remember it got fucking cold when we like were going to college and, and nobody was like, nobody was like declaring a national emergency. We were all just like, fuck, it's fucking cold. This is totally the media spinning it, you know, and having Into to give a it vortex. a, you know, yeah. the, the, the boogeyman name that they do for these type of things. But, uh, you know, we name hurricanes, we name storms, we name tornadoes. Well, hurricane so is a real event, not yeah, just it, fucking cold. The people are dying from the cold. You know, the polar vortex. People might be dying, but mostly they're homeless people live on the street, and there's no, like, property damage. Maybe some pipes froze. But I was thinking about this. It was fucking cold when we lived there. It was right. cold. I think the difference is... The 24-hour news cycle had just begun. It hadn't really taken hold yet. And uh, that's why there there was, and there was no internet. Well, there was internet, but it sucked. Uh, there was nowhere was for people up. to report about the polar vortex. I mean, the hourly news at night only had so much time. And they're, you know, the, the, they do the weather, but they do every night. And the guy goes, it's fucking cold. But they don't need to fill up 24 hours with, like, shit about a polar vortex. Exactly. The, the, the difference is there's no proliferation of blogs and Tumblrs and Facebooks and Twitters where people are uploading these videos of them throwing boiling water up in the air. Like, watch I, it. I actually watch like it, Turn it to gas. And then it just comes back and burns their face. One guy had his, his penis burned. Do you see that? He was like, my penis was burned. Good God. If I do know anything about it being cold, don't take your penis out. Yeah, why would you? Did you see the like video? The size of, the, of a piece of rice. Do you see the, the video of the guy urinating in the snow? Ugh, dumb. Pissing in the snow and it was just turning into vapor. But uh-huh. there was still like some piss coming out of it. He said it hurt. Of course like, it hurts. Of course it hurts. Your dick is out. Do you imagine? Mine's small enough as it is. No, I mean, I would wear, like, three layers of underwear and sweatpants underneath the jeans when it was that cold. I was trying to think about the last time. I think the last time I was that cold is when I actually decided, I made the decision to move out west. It was, uh, I think it was in December, probably 1999 or 98. And uh, I had just visited P-Town in Oakland. And it Mm. was like, I don't know, 68 67 right. around Christmas time. And 65 I was like, this is, at the lowest. Probably. Yeah, I was like, this is ridiculous. This is so beautiful. And then I go back to Chicago. And the way they shovel the, the streets in Chicago is they shovel the snow over the parked cars. Yeah. Because there's nowhere else to put the, the, the snow. So I'm going out. Like, I had to work at 730. It's like 6 in the morning. It takes me an hour and a half to drive there through that snow. And I'm digging my fucking car out. And my eyes are just freezing. And it's like negative 4, mm-hmm. probably. Maybe negative 14 wind chill. Yeah, people didn't call it the polar. People didn't call it the polar vortex. I just called it. I'm freezing my fucking ghoulies off while I'm shoveling my goddamn car out of this parking space. And then the the other thing is, we we didn't care. (laughs) We weren't. We just didn't get like. It's cold. Why is it cold? Nobody asked why. It was just fucking cold. But now it's like, why is it so cold? Oh, there's a polar vortex coming down from the North Pole. Whereas we're just kind of fucking idiots we just didn't we're like it's fucking cold again well, it's because it. they listen to al roker al roker i think is the one i mean, is he the one that coined the term polar I vortex don't, i don't know it's he like, shit himself at the white house what did he call that <laughs> brown vortex <laughs> that was the brown vortex the mudslide i can tell you one thing you know for people living in the midwest right now is a great time to be a stay-at-home dad yeah it would be an ideal time to be a stay-at-home dad. 
Do you imagine how pissed off your wife would be? She has to go to her high power attorney job or the her Wall Street job. Well, you're just like, bye, honey. Stay in bed. <laughs> no, I, I read something on the internet. I don't remember where it was, but it, it somebody pointed out that there's there's nothing. Just like sleeping in is one thing when you're by yourself and you're like you kind of feel like a piece of shit, right? You're like it's ten thirty and you haven't even got out of bed yet. But nothing feels better than staying in bed while while like with the covers pulled up over your ears, but you can sort of hear the muffled noises of somebody else getting ready to go to work. <laughs> Isn't like, that called oh, shot so- in Florida? So pleasurable. Oh, I don't know my... if it's the same thing. I mean, it's not because they're not really having a misfortune. They're just doing the misfortune of going to work. Yeah, right. Something they have to do. And you're just sitting there just experiencing that pleasure, <laughs> that warm, comfortable, cuddly Pl- pleasure. Plus, like 20 minutes ago, you were sharing the bed. Now you have all the bed real estate to yourself. <laughs> you're like just That's... stretched out in a fucking like big X. That's when she Dutch ovens before she gets out. Women then, don't do that. Yeah, but that would be the the, the, the prime the opportunity time, to do yeah. it. Yeah, the opportune time to Dutch oven. But yeah, you know what? Uh, I was reading an article recently um, by uh, Vivian Chen, who wrote in Time Magazine, that stay-at-home husbands are embarrassing to their wives. Can you imagine this? <laughs> and their dads. This... <laughs> if they're still alive. <laughs> what, what? I don't even understand her rationale. This is a man's dream job. This is a man's dream. This is what we aspire to, especially those that don't go to college and smoke a lot of marijuana. <laughs> yeah, this is a little bit of a mixed message because like a year ago, weren't all these articles by these women being written about how the man, the, the, the emergence of the man child and that all these women have really responsible jobs and they work really hard at their career and the men just want to stay home and play Xbox and work at their like entry level job for the rest of their life? I guess it's the same thing. Well, it's the same thing. I think that's why they're upset and why they're an embarrassment. It's because they're man children. So and this is the next level. Why did I think it was the opposite? I don't know. She's well. She kind of shifted the focus. So she she cites her. I guess the reason she she wrote this um, editorial here in Time Magazine is because it's a response to an article that was on the front page of Sunday's New York Times last month. That was about super achieving moms on Wall Street have house husbands. It was called Wall Street Mothers Stay at Home Fathers. But that's about stay-at-home dads. The stay-at-home dads have the responsibilities of raising children, getting their kids to school, whereas she's talking about how stay-at-home husbands are embarrassing to their wives. So a stay-at-home husband implies that they might even be a childless couple. May or may not. I mean, you're a husband either way, but it's quite a different situation. (laughs) A completely different situation. I I guess I can see somewhat I can empathize with the the resentment that would brood because – her husband gets to stay at home in this negative 14 wind chill and play Xbox. I can see there being some resentment there. <laughs> but but you're not saying – but the article doesn't say resentment. It says embarrassment. So I'm taking that to mean she's sitting around the water cooler with other men or women. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you know, it's great to have a woman in the workplace. It sure, truly is 2014. And then they're like, well, what does your husband do? And, and she's embarrassed because she's like, well, he does the laundry. Sometimes. She doesn't want to say so one day a, a week. He's a stay-at-home husband. Um, they, they, she actually gets to that point here where a lot of women and even some of the men are embarrassed to say what, what it is that they do. They usually say, oh, he's a consultant. He does private consulting. That's the, <laughs> the can, euphemism they use. He consults with the dry cleaner. 
on our laundry, and then he consults with the grocery store buying the eggs for tomorrow. I consult with the internet and my penis at least two times you a day. You can't beat off while your wife's at work, and then she comes home and wants to have sex, and you're like, eh, not interested. But she's too tired. She wants to you know, watch Desperate Housewives and go to Maybe bed at 8 o'clock and get up at 4.45. She could be the passive sex partner I'll, I'll give her a rub i'll rub her feet i'll prepare the dinner you're not gonna if you beat off all day long you're not gonna really be into it well i mean i, I would I, if she was in I, you know what I'd, I'd get used to her habits like i know her moods when she came home um after a especially stressful day i would probably prepare her the tea and the, the dinner and the dessert that she'd crave and then is this the first week or like after you've been doing this for a couple of years? You're still no, you know, I would, what, it, what it is, okay, this is my goal. And, you know, right now I'm looking for new employment and I've been thinking about this on a regular basis. Like it'd be much easier for me just to marry a cougar that, that is like a real estate, you know, a, a real estate agent, a Beverly Hills real Hollywood estate agent, agent or a, yeah, a Hollywood agent or an entertainment lawyer. And then what I do is I'm a stay-at-home husband mm. that fancies himself a writer. Or a podcaster. And then, uh, you you know what I would do to get away with my scam, not scam, but to get away with my lifestyle, um, what I would try to do is uh, make sure that I always have the perfect meal set up for her. House is clean. But you can't cook. Well, well, I would order it. I'd hire the nanny or the maid and make sure I would would go over the, uh, you know, the menu with them for every every day. I would write it down what, what she likes on different days. I'd have the uh, the perfect music. The ambience would be set. Um, her, candles. Te- her television shows would be on uh, DVR. Candles, candles, butt rubs, oils. I'd even hire a, a personal masseuse to come in, give her a rub down, just to make her relaxed. Um, but anyway, I, I would with her do... money. By the way, you're ordering this masseuse. Well, of course, I'm a stay-at-home husband. Where's my income? <laughs> you could, are you going to get an allowance? Oh, well, I think we'd have a joint bank account. I'd have a credit card. <laughs> Yeah, but she's going to ask you about your expenses. Well, I'd say I'd have to use, you know, I'd have to spend a little bit of money to make money writing, you know, because I spent a lot of time writing. Pens, (laughs) pens, paper, ideas, which come from playing Xbox games and smoking obnoxious amounts of marijuana. PlayStation 4. (laughs) The marijuana thing, but at this point, you could just say it's a medical expense and just, you know, inspiration, creativity. My, my, my fibromyalgia. I need this weed. I would be like, baby, you don't understand the mind. I have anxiety. Creative type. Yeah. Us writers, this is how you get the gears moving. You smoke five joints and you watch an entire season of Small Wonder on DVD. <laughs> That's what you do. The first season of Small Wonder. You got to watch see it all the way writing? through. She looks at it. It's like, this is pretty much just the Small Wonder plot, except the robot is a boy. Not a girl. <laughs> Which is Genius. brilliant. But I guess, uh, so this article came out in the New York Times, and they pointed to a tenfold increase since 1980 in the number of women in finance with stay-at-home spouses. And this allowed them to achieve success without the distractions of domesticity and child-rearing. And Vivian Chen here, the author of this Time Magazine article, criticized Vivian a man story. or a woman? I take it she's a woman. I take it she's a woman. I think the only male Vivian was in The Young Ones. Uh, she says she doesn't doubt that this, this formula would surprise anyone. She doesn't doubt the uptick in the number of households. She says the news is that until recently, no one wanted to admit that their spouse was a stay-at-home husband because there's shame attached to it. Shame. I I don't understand this. But everybody can see through this fucking consulting thing, right? 
Well, yeah, I imagine. But I mean, think about it. Okay, I'm saying stay-at-home husband without kids. But if you're a stay-at-home dad and you have kids, you have one one spouse that earns three times the amount of the other spouse. Why wouldn't you stay at home if you're if you okay if you at your engineering job, you know, earned eighty k, whereas your wife at her advertising VP of the advertising agency earned a hundred and eighty k. Uh huh. Why wouldn't she work and you stay at home and take care of the kids? Makes sense uh, to me. I don't know. I guess I would go for that. But a lot of people would say, well, daycare is 30K, so me working an 80K job and paying 30K for daycare is a better deal. <clears throat> so Those are people who like actually had kids, but they don't really care about them. <laughs> but I think that's part of it. I mean, you're... I would be like, it's important that, yeah, the kids have like one of their a parents home when parent. they're young, especially. And like, yeah, you know, they're not just in some fucking cow catcher or fucking cat. Cattle pen. Some latchkey kids. Yeah. You know, at least you have well, like I loved a... being a latchkey kid. It was the greatest thing in my life. And yeah, look what <laughs> you my turned mom's out like, to. I'm thinking about going back to work. I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, get out. You're going to have to fend for yourself when you get home. And I just get home and if I can eat like 30 fruit roll-ups and watch TV for three straight hours till they, my parents got home from work. <laughs> the best. They say that uh, – she says here that successful women are loath to admit that their husband is really the one minding the home. And she has a quote here. He has primary responsibility for the kids, but he also works on the side. When pressed about what type of work the husband does, the reply is usually vague. He's doing consulting. He has an eBay store. <laughs> even even with uh, – you know, in the New York Times article, they interviewed different men. And the, even men said, you know, in uh, similar situations, they often tell white lies. They say they're retired. They're consultants. They work at home. Uh, one guy they interviewed for the story said, "I just go with stay-at-home dad." But usually, they, she, what happened to what happened to I'm unemployed? Oh yeah, but don't you take care of the kids? Though. I'm like, yeah, but I'm just I take care of the kids because I'm home because I'm unemployed. But they, she said that uh, once they said like stay-at-home dad, unemployed, it usually just kind of elicited an awkward pause. Or what about this one? What do you do for work? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you, you don't what? I don't work. What? Well, I mean, I would Working's say that. Working's for suckers. I, you know, I would say I would say something like, "Oh, I'm a dancer," or uh, "or you know, I'm a writer." I would I would make up something, some lofty artistic type of job, where the person are would you just independently roll their wealthy? Eyes. Nope, I just don't work. I don't like it. <laughs> I tried it. I found that I didn't care for it. I just don't work well with authority, teams, other people, customers, clients. I don't like pooping in public. It's just easier for me to work from <laughs> yeah, home. I like to poop my own. But I don't like working, so I don't even work from home. I just I poop at home on a daily basis. But yeah, I, I just wonder about this though. With this, with the, do you feel that there's a reason for these women to be embarrassed or resentful? Yeah, I do. <laughs> even if okay, even if a husband's taking care of the kids, even if they're earning three times as much, if he's taking care of the kids, not so much. Then I don't feel like they have a uh, justification to be resentful. I think your story about you, you know, you're you're preparing the meals for her and you're doing the laundry. I just don't think guys keep that shit up. Maybe like the first six months. Like, honey, I lost my job, and I don't think I'm going to look for a new one, but uh, I'm going to watch the kids, we're gonna, we can cancel daycare, and I'm going to do the laundry, and I'm going to prepare meals. Then it's short, you know, it gradually becomes like he always prepares the same meal, or, oh, we're ordering pizza again. And I, I called him. It's on its way. 
Do I have the money so- to pay him? Frankly, you're a chauvinist. You, do, you are not in tune with the changing gender roles of our society. It's not the 1950s. You live in this madman world. Show me a couple go, where it works. There, it does work. I mean, there, there are hundreds of families, thousands hundreds, of families. Hundreds out of how many people in the United States? Okay. Six million or well, I'm just saying there's probably aren't that many like high-powered Wall Street executives that are women. But most of the ones that right. – what it says right here. That women, uh, the uh, the buzz among the associates is that those women in power are either unattached or married to men who stay at home. They seem to belong to a sort of a house husband club. All are the women. men like way hotter than these women? That's another thing to consider. Or are they just like of equal, you know, relationship uh, quality? I guess is the word. Do you think a woman would be comfortable leaving her very attractive? spouse home alone during the day with all these other stay-at-home moms walking around the neighborhood maids and stuff maids i don't know i mean he better be know he better know that if he gets caught his fucking sugar train is getting cut off i just wonder what would you do okay let's just say this is a hypothetical situation your wife earned three times as much as you do you're you're like okay she's like you know you can just do a job why not just stay at home and just be a stay-at-home husband what would you do with your time would you get a job no (laughs) i wouldn't i mean this whole this whole i'd be like well what do you mean be a stay-at-home husband and she'd go well you can do the laundry and clean and i'd be like but you're we can afford a maid and, and and a cook because you make you know a shitload of money and she'd be like, well, you can, uh, you know, we'll work. How about if I just don't do anything? <laughs> I just but do what I want. Yeah, but wouldn't you say you're doing something just to appease her? Well, you know, if I need to appease you, maybe we need to rethink this relationship, lady. Okay, but now you're taking advantage of the situation. <laughs> exactly, I am. <laughs> but then like, you're don't you dick. love me? Don't you want me to be happy? Okay, so you now make, she you has all this she... money. You loved your career. You've worked on this career you've had for so long. Sometimes I think you love that career more than you love me. Now she has a dependent. Then I'd be like, you need to buy me a sports car. (laughs) (laughs) So I have something to do during the day. Drive it around. I I would clean the house. I would, yeah, I would pursue some type of Why? You're not going to do a good job. And it would be like 5% of your household income to hire, you know, a Mexican maid who would do a really spectacular job. I would stay at home while the maid's here so she doesn't steal anything. All right, I would do that. Okay. I Fair would. Um, no, that's like, I would, so that's like two hours a week. I would probably work out. I'd probably you know take care of myself. Um, I would get some kind of. I would try to find some kind of work, some line of work, some kind of hobby. Maybe like a uh, paper route. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. I actually probably have it. a paper route. A thirty-eight-year-old paper boy. Mm. <laughs> Should be a sitcom about that, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I was sort of, my mind was wandering in that direction too. Like, you know, like fucking, you know, those like weekly outdoor farmer's market, like be one of those guys. Like, eh, I got some lettuce here. <laughs> I don't know how you get connected with the farm, but. Wait, you would, I could oh, do that. you would grow your own organic vegetables and sell them? Maybe. I thought you meant you would just go to the organic farm. No, no. I mean, that would be my job. I'd be one of those dudes who just. It's like, you know, it's sunny out. It's like 10 a.m. You just got there. You got a coffee. You're just talking. To, you talk to like, what, eight old ladies come and buy your fucking produce. And then you're done for the day. You pack up shop at like 1130 a.m. Wackerly's Organic Farm. 
Get your greens hey, here. Get some beets. These beets are tasty. <laughs> How do I cook these beets? I don't know, lady. You fucking stop bothering me. <laughs> Just buy the. Are you gonna buy those fucking beets or what? <laughs> what do I look like? Fucking you Rachel touch them, you gotta buy them. <laughs> yeah. You want a sample? But that's raw. I don't. Well, do you want it or not? I just cut up raw beet in a little cup. I don't You're go to your house it. and pinch all of your food. <laughs> you touch it, you buy it. I know. Um, I have a nasty pornography habit, though. You're right about that. I think that'd be uh, it'd be inevitable. And gambling is internet is internet gambling. Is that a job? That could be. That could be your career. Hmm. What if I'm no good at it and it's just more, mostly like internet losing money? <laughs> Playing online poker. Well, then it's an addiction. If you're winning, it's a skill. If you're losing, then it's an addiction. Well, I figure if I keep playing, I'll get better. (laughs) Just keep losing money. Vivian Chen contends here that we haven't, as a culture, as a society, evolved to the point where a house husband is considered desirable, much less normal. I beg to differ. I completely disagree. This should be normal. We should be allowed to be house husbands. What do you do when you knock your wife up and even though she has a super high paying job, you know, she needs to go on maternity leave. Now she's cramping your style, right? For like you're like, shit, I'm used to being here at home alone by myself. And now she's here with her feet up and her fucking big pregnant belly. I would go sublet an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Just I need my pad, I need my space. Get a bunk. Cramping my style, girl. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know, but that—that's the one thing. I, I think if there's a time right now where these women that work and actually have real jobs are resentful of their house husbands, it's it's the polar vortex. I guarantee. <laughs> these women who work on the, uh, you know, in uh, the Wall Street of Chicago, I forget what they call that. The uh, it's not the Miracle Mile. It's whatever it is. The Wall Street area Chicago of Chicago Stock Exchange, right? Yeah, Chicago but they, they, Mercantile. The Mer- Chicago Merc. Yeah, the the women that have to go. And uh, commute all the way to the Merc. They must hate their stay-at-home husbands. I don't. Re- I don't have any animosity to stay-at-home husbands. I, d- I have a problem with these women who've basically taken men's jobs. Right? There aren't an infinite number of those jobs, and if those women are now in those positions, they pushed a man out somewhere. And for them to like be embarrassed or resentful of their stay-at-home husbands, be- while they're you know filling these high-powered career ranks. So wait, you don't Frankly, think women should be offensive. in a VP position of a company? I think they should, but then they can't do that and then also complain that their husbands don't have jobs. Yeah, like, I find your it husband was the type that. of person who had this job that you have. Well, because if the situation was reversed, I, I'm sure those the, those men are like, yeah, my wife doesn't work. You know, she just does what it is that she does. I don't know. I just so, like to see her happy. Exactly. That is the attitude that these these power women, these wealthy, successful women need to harbor. They need to have that, I just want to see my spouse happy. But women aren't like that. They want they want to feel that their spouse is powerful. Well, And, you know, you shouldn't have married this fucking deadbeat loser with no job prospects if that was the case. In a world of changing gender roles, Wackerly, I think the power has shifted. And it should shift, and they should understand that. So women, I think uh, you need to be more understanding of a man's need to uh, stay at home during the polar vortex. I mean, does he have a nice size cock? <laughs> just be happy with that. Because that's man. all that fucking matters. If God. he's got a little tiny cock and he's just staying at home, you got to dump that motherfucker. Exactly. People, this episode 414, 414 here is sick and wrong. 
Um, you know the way the show works. Send us your news stories here, and uh, we'll read them on the show. If we give you credit, if we read the story that you sent in, and we give you credit, send me an email, and I'll send you a Sick and Wrong Care package. Send in your stories to Sick and Wrong Podcast at Hotmail.com. Submit them via Twitter or through Facebook. Before we get to our first story here for episode 414, here's a word from our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to AdamandEve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So, Wacker, our first story here, uh, this story came in from a cold place, and they never talk about this being the polar vortex. Uh, Shauna Lee sent this in from Calgary, Canada. It's got to be yeah, cold up cold. there. That, is, that place is always cold. How come you never see the there once? How can you you never see the Canucks bitching about the the freezing cold? <laughs> you know, they don't complain. I don't like to complain, eh? Yeah, because they're too drunk on their uh, Molson Canadian. Shauna sent this in. She says, Atomic Wedgie Gone Wild. I'm sure his draws were none too clean, and the skid mark stench contributed to his demise. Keep it sick and wrong. That was extremely graphic. It's very graphic, but it's probably uh, kind of on point. Uh, this story has kind of been making the rounds. A lot of people sent this in. Uh, Oklahoman given Atomic Wedgie died from asphyxiation and trauma to the head. This might be the first of its kind. I don't know how many people tend to die from a wedgie. Uh, I would say you might be right about this being the first of its kind. And the media is jumping all over this atomic wedgie. You know, I know we've discussed well, the, the term atomic wedgie. I know we've discussed this before. But to reiterate, there's a difference between just a wedgie and an atomic wedgie. In fact, there are many different kinds. There's a whole world of wedgies out there you probably don't even know Do about. Do I detect a list coming on? I'm just going to name a couple, but uh, let me just reiterate the difference between a wedgie and an atomic wedgie. A wedgie is just when you just pull the underwear up to afflict physical and emotional pain. Um, well, the, the key is that the, the crotch of the underwear g- gets driven up into your crack. And that which causes the pain, but also it becomes visible from the back. So you're yeah, pulling it, it from the, the back. Pain and embarrassment, right. So there's emotional trauma as well. The atomic wedgie takes it one step further you actually pull the underwear over the person's head so i think all the way up over the head yeah that takes you know oversized underwear definitely i mean larger looser underwear um well i mean you stretch it the yeah, bully a, stretches it it's a long way to stretch underwear though it, it could happen <laughs> if you were here right now <laughs> it would be odd <laughs> but here's a couple others there's the front wedgie just like the normal dangerous. one, except you pull from the front, which is very dangerous. I imagine, I bet you there have been men who have, who have had to probably have a testicle removed because of a front wedgie. Yeah. Um, but didn't die. Well, probably didn't die, but maybe they're just one bald Joe's now. Like, hey, uh, one bald Joe. 
And that's, yeah, half sack. That's the worst thing about it. Could you imagine? Like, how'd you lose? Did you lose your testicle in Afghanistan? The cancer? No. Or cancer? No, I lost it in junior high. <laughs> or, or college. I mean, you can get a wedgie at any time. The likelihood does drop off as you become an adult, though. Yeah, you don't really tend to see people wedging other people at our age, like on public transportation. In the I'd office. love to. In the or office. in the office, yeah. Um, the there's a front and back wedgie when two people pull either side. Have you ever had seen that or had that done to you? I don't think so. But you know, childhood was a long time ago. This I always thought was a myth. The hanging that wedgie could, that could become like a ride. Yeah, like uh, I, I imagine it could launch you a little bit off the ground. Right. What about the hanging wedgie? Have you ever actually seen anyone do that? No, this is like the atomic wedgie, but instead of putting the underwear over your head, they like put it on some kind of a hook. Or a door handle or something, so you're hanging. <laughs> Which the door handle thing only works if you're a small child. Okay, but if they put you on a hook and you, you and you, the target can't touch the floor, it's a, called a dangling wedgie. What was the one you called before? The hanging wedgie? Hanging wedgie is when you just oh. attach it to an object. Yeah. But have you ever seen anyone do that? Uh, no. <laughs> I've yeah, seen somebody get a broom ride. What's a broom ride? I've never even heard of this one. Like, this is kind of like the team wedgie or the front and back. Uh, but these dudes like took a broom handle and stuck it in between some kid's crack at camp. And the and, you know, person on each side lifted it up. God, that now that's got, that has to be painful. I would assume so. It's going to cause some <laughs> testicle trauma. Well, I guess the point of what I was saying here, there are many different kinds of wedgies. <laughs> but, that uh, yeah, that was the point here. But this guy in Potawatomi County, Oklahoma, he was murdered by an atomic wedgie. Uh, the man said he gave his father, who died from asphyxiation and trauma, an atomic wedgie. Uh, authorities have re- arrested this man in the bizarre killing of his stepfather. And, uh, wow, was- getting a, giving your father a wedgie. I mean, that's... It's a lot of disrespect. Stepfather, though. They're worthy Still. of disrespect. Um, he was found with his own underwear stretched around his head and neck. The stepson called it an atomic wedgie. Uh, the kid's name is Brad Davis. He's not even a kid. He's 33 years old. He was arrested on a murder complaint in the Tuesday evening death of Denver Lee St. Clair. 58 years name? old. That's his stepfather. Denver, Denver Lee St. Clair. Sounds like a porn star. Or Male a country or singer. Could be a country singer. Yeah. I'm Denver Lee. It, but, I'm yeah. Denver Lee St. Clair. That's a porn I'm star. I'm here to sing you some songs. <laughs> <laughs> it could either, maybe it could even be both. A porn star yeah. slash country singer. Denver Lee St. Clair. On the side. Male or female. Yeah. yeah. Um, authorities questioned Davis here after they found his father dead. Or stepfather. He said St. Clair asked him to come over for a few drinks. The man began arguing with his stepfather, and Davis told officers that St. Clair came at him, and they exchanged blows. Uh, Davis told investigators he hit St. Clair on the head, causing him to lose consciousness. And then he grabbed his stepfather's underwear and gave him an atomic wedgie by pulling the underwear over his stepfather's head while he was unconscious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like a finishing move. Right. In hockey, they do this a lot where they pull the jersey over the head and then they keep smashing in the face with their fist. 
Well, it sounds like his stepfather already, I mean, he knocked him out. He gave him a, you know, a knockout blow to the head. Oh, he was knocked out and then he got the wedgie? Yeah, they, they got into a fist oh. fight. He exchanged blows. He hit him in the head, caused him to, like, lose consciousness, fall on the ground, crumple into a heap on the floor. Then he walked over to him and, as a finishing move, pulled out his underwear and put it over his head. Atomic wedgie. <laughs> like, uh, like in uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Mortal Atomic wedgie. Fatality. (laughs) (laughs) I never had a stepfather. My parents never got divorced. But I wonder if, would you have respected your stepfather with the same level of respect that you gave your biological father? (laughs) Well, not less. Uh, No, yeah, it depends who he is. I mean, if my mom, like, married the Fonz or something, then you'd respect him. But if she married some fucking Ralph Mouth motherfucker, then, yeah, I would treat him like shit. Would you call him dad or would you call him by his first name? I would not call him dad. Yeah, the I would only call- way you can call him dad is if your parents get divorced and, and remarried, you know, when you're like five or under. I don't know what the cutoff is, but like if you're if you're like twelve or thirteen and your mom gets married, I'm not calling this motherfucker dad. I'd be I- like, what's up, Bob? <laughs> Darren. Yeah. What's up, Darren? I would call him fake dad. What's up, fake dad? How you doing? Stew. (laughs) Stew. (laughs) So I bet you that was the situation here. Brad probably never respected his stepfather. No, but he invited him over for drinks. I mean, this isn't a situation where they're still, like, living under the same roof, right? Well, no. He he lives in, uh, where is he, McLeod, Oklahoma. And uh, the stepfather lives with his mother, in Potawatomi, he might might have brought, called him over, like extending an olive branch, like, "Hey, come on over to the trailer. We're gonna have a few shots." Martinis. Of, yeah, we're we're gonna have a sh- few shots of, um, you know, Jim Beam. Come on over and and let's hang out. Next thing you know, he called him, "Okay, Stu, fake dad," and then uh, the fight started. I told you never to call me that. <laughs> Um, the uh, sheriff here said, I've never seen this before, but when we first looked at our victim, seeing, and, uh, seeing the waistband of his underwear was around his neck. So when they walked down there, the waistband was over his head. So they, he not only killed him, he just left the underwear still over his, his, his stepfather's head. And at that point, correct me if I'm wrong, but your nose is firmly planted where your butthole was like five seconds ago, right? <laughs> You know, this right? guy had to have had some skid marks in these tidy whities They call me skid marks, and I don't even own a car. Denver Lee in his skid mark drawers. <laughs> oh, I always know which ones are mine, because I leave a special <laughs> design on them. What do you think his mom was doing when he knocked out her husband and then pulled out his shit-stained underwear and put him over his head? I don't think she was there. You don't think so? Um, I mean, it seems like she would put a stop to that sort of shenanigan, right? Maybe. Or maybe that's what happens every time they get together. (laughs) This time it just went too far. It's a father and son's love for each other. Don't you and him be drinking no more. (laughs) You know how you get. The cause of death has been determined to be blunt force trauma to the head and asphyxiation. I think the asphyxiation came from atomic wedgie. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, it's not just like he got a wedgie and died. Blunt force trauma to the head had a lot to do with it, which has nothing to do with the wedgie. 
Well, I think what happened is he was knocked unconscious, but he wasn't dead. And then the underwear. No, but you can die later from blunt force trauma to the head. Possibly, Especially but the underwear old, old restricted his breathing. <laughs> the, the, the fake dad's breathing was restricted from the underwear over his over his nose and possibly over his mouth. Maybe smelling the uh, the feces stain. And yeah. he suffocated. Yeah, that would be terrible. It could happen. Tidy whities we're thinking. Fatality. <laughs> Fatality. Does that kid feel remorse? Yeah, I don't Is think he so. Going to go to jail for the rest of his life. Yeah, I've tried doing that to someone in the in the uh, Huskow. Better be careful. Get a oh, shiv. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> you're gonna be bent over the fucking bed, anyways. I'm just amazed at this guy after giving after knocking out his stepfather, giving him the wedgie. He just went over, called the called the police, and said, "I killed my stepfather." They come over, and he left the underwear over his head. Why? Why wouldn't he just pull the underwear pull the underwear down and just kind of put it back in? <laughs> What, to try and get leniency out of the court? Well, because now the judge is going to be like, okay, not only did you knock out your father, you gave him a wedgie. An yeah, atomic wedgie. it was self-defense if you gave him an atomic wedgie. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's no way. I mean, could you imagine being this guy's defense attorney? Yeah, it's a tough job. It's like you could have given him a hanging wedgie. You could have given him a frontal wedgie. You had to pull out the atomic wedgie. You're going to get the is chair, Is atomic son. the worst? It's got to be. No. It goes over your head. Hanging, dangling is the worst. Okay, a dangling wedgie would be bad, but he would be unconscious and dangling like a Christmas ornament, a really horrible Christmas ornament. <laughs> but, I mean, an atomic wedgie restricted It does breathing. have the word atomic in it. Yeah. If, I was, if I was the lawyer, I would have the term atomic wedgie stricken from the record and make them say, like, uh, you know, some technical term for it, like over the head... I would want Wedgie even taken out. <laughs> he was trussed up by his underpants, which were pulled across his cranial area. Your Honor, I'd like Wedgie stricken from the record. <laughs> overruled. It's a term. Overruled. <laughs> You're not overruling me. I overrule you. What do you have here for story number two? This is kind of like uh, celebrity news. Remember when we used to do that? The news. <laughs> the celebrity news. Lance Wackerly and celebrity news. Yeah. Well, I'm going back to that because somebody wrote in, hey, D and Lance, who needs a holster? Keep it sick and wrong. J Cheers, Jason M. Mississauga, Ontario. Oh, wow. Which is These also are from Canada. Two Canadian uh, listeners competing. This is about Cormac McCarthy's ex-wife. Which is why it's news. Your favorite author. One of them. One of them, yeah. Cormac he's McCarthy. He's old as fuck. You know that, right? Yeah, I was about to say, he's in his 80s, right? Well into he's, his 80s. No, he's actually... Let me like, do some math here. 2 plus 13 plus... What is that? 15, 16. Yeah. I think he's about 80. Okay. so he's, 81. That's he's old for a man. He's an octogenarian. How old was his ex-wife? His ex-wife at this point in time is uh, – let me do some more math. Uh, she's 50-something. God, that's quite, a, that's quite an age difference there. Cormac McCarthy, in my opinion, is not only a brilliant author. He's also a pimp. 
Well, okay, let me put it this way. In, they got married in 1998, which is this math that I'm doing, and he was 64, and she was 32. Okay, once again. Her name is Jennifer Winkley, but now now she's called Jennifer McCarthy because she kept his name. He is a can you When you get divorced, can you be like, bitch, give me back my name? Like, I don't care about that ring, but you're not fucking going around as Miss Lance Wackerly, you know, divorced. <laughs> You know what I wonder? I don't think you can. I don't think you can. No, I think they, they're they, like, no, no, they're I'm entitled the to keep the name because you're famous, and I'm riding on that for a while. What I would like to know is she attractive, like in her picture? Because a lot of these writers, especially older writers, like you look at Bukowski and the women. That that guy got lots of women. He had many female admirers. Did you ever see a picture of some of these women? That some he was of them were ugly, with? but one of them was hot. The okay, last one, one was hot. out of a, a bevy. The last one when he was the most famous. Okay, all right. So that's why I wonder if Cormac McCarthy, he's a famous author, brilliant, talented writer. Do you think he's shagging tens? Do you think he's shagging no, she's fives? Not a <laughs> the only picture I can find is this mugshot of her, so I don't know what she looked like when they got married. I'm sure she was pretty attractive. Okay, would you hit it? Would you have sex Today? with her in the mugshot? In this is the mugshot. Yes. Okay, so she must be kind of attractive if a no, uh, not, not very <laughs> she's average looking. She's not fat or ugly. You're not ugly. very discriminating when it comes she, to that. She's not fat or ugly, but, you know, she's not like, oh, <laughs> hot mama, hot sexy mama, get over here. I just wonder what I'm trying to, to figure out here is what type of ass could a 80-year-old author pull versus an 80-year-old rock star? Rock star is way better. Yeah, I guess you probably would just because different. It's, it's a different type of girl. Like, Like some guys want that you know, grad school MFA chick, which is not necessarily going to go and fuck Keith Richards, but they'll go fuck Gary Steingart or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Nobody's fucking Stephen Hawking. He's, he's I, like guarantee there, I guarantee we have more than one female listener that would have sex with Stephen Hawking. But that female listener would also have sex with any other crippled person because she has a weird fetish for crippled people. Yeah, well, that's most. We're talking about normal listeners. people. <laughs> normal people, the normals. But you know, when you're 80, you're not going to want to fuck anything. Yeah, that's, I could imagine like, my, my dick is like a fucking wet cannoli. Like I'm not. And you know, you want me to shove it in that hole? Get the fuck away from me. Just the just the idea of having to like, you know, knock down six Viagra, and then oh, I forgot about Viagra. Watch a little shit. bit of porn, and then. Get on top of her and start having sex. I bet you that by that point, Carmen McCarthy's like, ah, just get away from me. You know what? I forgot about Viagra. Maybe we will be fucking when we're 80. Or we could. Assuming we're alive. Yeah. I forgot about Viagra. I always forget about that. Uh, well, this his ex-wife is crazy. <laughs> she has a new boyfriend whose name we don't know because it's been redacted from the, the police record. Uh, she And she and him... The new boyfriend, who's I think a little bit older, like maybe what she do. So the, she is thirty-two plus sixteen, which is what forty-eight. Forty-eight and he's like fifty-five. Yeah. So uh, they were arguing about space aliens on Saturday morning. Well, that's very common. That's fairly common to have the space alien argument with your your uh, significant what? other. It's, I mean, is it like? she believes in space aliens and he's like shut up about that fucking alien horse shit or are they like i think space aliens are like this and he's like i think aliens are more like this 
My arguments usually tend to revolve around Alf ruled. He's the best alien ever. E.T. sucked balls. I hated E.T. E. Does He's suck. not cute. Alf does rule. He sucked. And Alf does rule. And all aliens look like Alf. And then it just spirals into an argument. Where does Meathead fall from this, uh, uh, you know, the Meatballs movies? Where does he fall into that? That's a good question. Hmm. On the yeah, I think we, Elf yeah, ET cool. continuum here, I would say he's much closer to Alf. He's closer to Alf in coolness. Yeah, but he's clearly a knockoff of ET. So it's weird that ET mm. sucks so bad, but the knockoff, the shitty knockoff, is actually pretty great. Yeah, yeah, the, the shitty knockoff. But the shitty knockoff is kind of a parody, isn't he? Uh, I guess. <laughs> I think he, he gets a lot of points just for being in a movie that showed tits. <laughs> by just by association. Actually, you know, if there are tits in E.T., it might have been a better movie. Have, have there ever been tits in any Steven Spielberg movie? Like if I mean, E.T. Tits. accidentally went, you know, went to the strip club with Elliot's brothers. Oh, go home, Elliot. <laughs> E.T. is going to spend some time in here. Ooh, look at that freak little thing. <clears throat> you want a lap dance? <laughs> I don't know why he's in a black strip club. <laughs> she probably thought he was Webster. Look at that freaking little... <laughs> Is that Gary Coleman? He got that Gary Coleman... <laughs> Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman money. Get over here, you freaky little thing. Freaky little brown creature. <laughs> he was like, fuck the Reese's Pieces. I want those titties. Give me those chocolate nipples. <laughs> he didn't really talk like a robot, but... uh. I had another joke to throw in there, but now I forgot it. But anyway, E.T. sucked, and Alf ruled. And Meathead was What other cool. aliens were there? Johnny Five was a robot. Doesn't really count, but he's all right. But what do you think their argument was? Like, do aliens exist or do aliens not exist? So commonplace. I think she, it's because she's pitying. crazy, I think she she's like one of those girls who wants to talk about, us. you know, ooh, I saw that ghost when I was sleeping last, again last night, and you're like, there aren't any fucking ghosts in this house and they don't exist. I think it's that type of thing. Yeah. Except with aliens, you know? I think there's aliens in the field. I heard them last, like, there's no such thing as a fucking alien. Shut the fuck up. And she probably has all these theories about all these different galaxies. Right. And how there has to be an alien if there's this many galaxies and it's chauvinistic of the human species to feel that we're the only species species exactly Seems i've, like I've had this argument feelings before. about it i've had this argument before and then i just say if uh, what i usually say to them is that the only alien that i would accept as being an alien is alf and if any other aliens show up they're not aliens to me there's lots of aliens in la they're all from mexico <laughs> yeah i don't consider them to be an alien they're just yeah they're uh mexicans they're illegal aliens they're illegal aliens, but they're, they're mexicans to me you know yeah they're your pals so anyway, they get into this huge argument. Well, and it can't be too bad of an argument because she goes into the bedroom alone and she comes out wearing lingerie. Sexy. That's not a big like, I'm going to prove thing. my point to you through, with sex. And I'd be like, okay, you're, you're welcome to try. Well, it's that's not too serious method. of an argument. And that's a great way to end an argument, though. Except I, I left something out. She had a gun in her vagina. In addition to the lingerie. So she must have been pulling it to the side, or maybe it's a crotchless type of getup. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You need to explain something here. She walked out in lingerie and with a silver gun in her vagina. Inside her vagina or in she her She then panties? began fucking herself with the gun, <laughs> then removed it and pointed it at him saying, Who's crazy, you or me? 
<laughs> I think that's you. apparent. Yeah, clearly you. Okay, what type of gun can you fit in your vagina? Well, not the whole thing. Just the like, the the barrel or the handle. Who cares? It, the point is that it's in there. Right? Wow. <laughs> you know. You're like the guy who the girl comes out and she has some crazy thing like a garden gnome in her vagina, but you're like, well, it's you really just have his hat in there. <laughs> you're all like debating it. <laughs> well, Don't you think it's crazy that I have a garden gnome in my vagina? Well, it's, you just really have his. Uh, you have a garden gnome's hand in your vagina. Don't well, go. Around I just want to be specific. You had a garden gnome in your vagina. I'm talking in specifics here. Like I just want to know how, like, what kind of gun? It's a silver Smith and Wesson, which could mean about anything. Are those large guns? Some of them are, some of them aren't. I mean, it's not a Derringer. The little small one that you see in movies that women always have is called a Derringer, I think. But So what do you think Cormac was packing? <laughs> Cormac isn't even here. It's, just, it's only funny because it's his ex-wife. He's like millions of miles away. I, I, do wonder, I do wonder what he's thinking when he's reading this news article. Like, Is he laughing? Or laughing is he like, maniacally. And but high-fiving his lawyer. They have a kid together. They have a kid together. This is what he's doing. He's laughing maniacally, high-fiving his lawyer, and kissing his prenup, or his new girlfriend, or his new girlfriend. Yeah, but or, but he, younger. you know, but the guy's like not a publicity hound. So maybe he's just like Jesus fucking Christ, woman. I wish you would have changed your name back. Now, you know he's gonna high-five his divorce lawyer on this. <laughs> he goes, I told you she was crazy. I told you. What did I say? Yeah, she ruined so many of my guns. <laughs> uh, so the guy, the guy gets the gun. She points, takes the gun out of her vagina after she's been fucking herself with it, which is very dangerous. Yeah, you can shoot your fucking ovaries off. And then she points it at him, and then he grabs it because I guess she doesn't really have any intent of shooting him. Although you have to assume she does. And then he puts, he threw the gun in the toilet. Then she got it back out of the toilet. Then he got it from her again, and then he threw it in the garbage can outside. Then the cops come and she finds the gun outside and she puts it in her car, her squad car, in a safe location. And she arrested Jennifer and uh, transported her to jail. <laughs> wow. Aggravated assault on a household member. So wait, and, he called uh, the cops on her? Yeah, of course. <laughs> she pointed a fucking gun at his head. That's what you got to do. Would you run out of the house? I wonder if he just like threw in the toilet, put his clothes on, just ran out of the house. I mean, it's not like this is the first crazy thing she's ever done. No, it sounds like there's been many. She says that there was no. She has. She says they had a bad argument, but there wasn't a gun, and she hasn't seen. She has a gun, but she it's been missing for a long time. I have a gun, but I don't know where it is. <laughs> I guess it was in the garbage can because that's where you found it. Yeah, she didn't seem to hide that very well. <laughs> well, she tried. She doesn't have a deep enough vagina. <laughs> so, what, did they I'd resolve the arguments? Are there aliens? I wish there was more information on who won the argument, what specifically about aliens they were arguing about, but we'll obviously we'll never know. Unless, I mean, maybe this will go to court and they'll have to find out all the details. Who's more intelligent, Romulans or Vulcans? You think it was something mm, like that? Good question. What about uh, C-3PO or Data? Yeah. You think it could have been something like that? But those are robots. It doesn't quite Yeah, but count. which is a smarter robot? C-3PO knows like a billion languages and Data, I don't know. He seems pretty intelligent. Have you fought skilled. with your girlfriend about this this very matter? Uh, aliens or robots? Both. No. Either one. Neither. Nope. <laughs> because you're not insane. 
Like this woman to actually my fight girlfriend about doesn't this? have those crazy fucking. She has the same opinion about ghosts and all that shit that I do. That it's a bunch of horror shit, and pe- the people who are, who are into that stuff are people who like to hear the sound of their own voice. But what I'm just saying is, you don't argue if you're a normal, sane person. This doesn't escalate into an argument. This escalates into whatever. I mean, it's fine. It's why are we arguing about aliens? We can't prove this. Now let's just have sex. And then you cut, she cut, and then, and then, you know, and a sane person also doesn't have guns in her vagina. So I wonder if this is going to cause them to break up. <laughs> I bet you it doesn't. <laughs> I would, you know, I want like to say she's not ugly. She's reasonably hot for a 48 year old lady. Based on this story, I want to know what broke up the marriage with her and Cormac. That we could probably research, but uh, I'm sure it was just, you know, I'm sick of your shit. I'm sick of your shit. Give me half your shit. Fine. I've got a lot of shit anyways. I bet you involved something, like a gun put somewhere in an orifice. In Carmack's butthole? <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, to specify what it orifice. you think it's the first orifice. time she's had a gun in her vagina? Conjecture what type of orifice there, were, there was involved in the incident. But I don't think this was the first time that there was a gun in this woman's vagina. Who's crazy? You or me? <laughs> Whenever you ask that question, it's never like, oh, it's you're right, it's me. I'm the one who's crazy. Well, when you have a gun in your face and they ask that, you're like, it's totally me. You're right, baby. Aliens do exist. Speak Ancient to them all aliens. the time. Yeah. <laughs> Don't shoot. And your gun smells awful. People, send your story to Sigurong Podcast at Hotmail.com. Uh, we got a few phone calls to get to. To the Sigurong Hotline, 206-666-3846 is that number. Before we get to our first story... Here's a word from our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. What do you do when you're at a family reunion or Thanksgiving and you got a raging boner that won't go away and you're considering fucking your grandmother? You go to Adam and Eve, of course. You buy a jerk-off sleeve, you know, build a pocket pussy, something of that nature. So you can go in the bathroom and just take care of that raging boner before you have to bend over your grandma at the table and just fuck her. So go to adamandeve.com and type in the code diddle. That's what grandpa used to do to your dad. Talk to you later. Bye. So we got a few phone calls here to the Sickerong Hotline. Uh, you know what? I want to institute a moratorium, Wankerly. A moratorium on, on shit stories. We've been receiving far too many. I would say, you know, this week alone we received like four. What if? What are we going to do if all the calls we get are shit stories? Well, that's the thing. I, 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 I'm worried that uh, Sick and Wrong is going to turn into the shit and wrong podcast you know it's just all about shit and how wrong shit is and this the you know shitting at the wrong time it's just the shit if we're not just a shit podcast or we are a shitty podcast but we we you know we we have uh, many we talk about many different subjects here so anyway uh yeah i don't mind just cutting the show short we could just end it right now no okay you know (laughs) you'd love that what what else you got to do just do you have internet porn just bookmarked right now just waiting to go to it just your well, whole the tab is open. All the tabs. <laughs> so why do you, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. The sound off. 
<laughs> we still have phone calls to get to. All I'm saying is we're not going to be playing shit stories for a little while. So call in with some is that gay question, thought experiments, my two cents, whatever. Just shit stories. You can call them in. You can call in. You can leave us your favorite shit story, and uh, we'll save it. But we're not going to be playing them for a little while. Moratorium. Might be lifted right. in the near future if we get a really good one. But I'm just saying, for now, we're not doing it. But we did get some good calls this week. So let me get to the first one. Hey. So I was driving down a highway. I'm, on a, I'm a trucker. I'm a trucker. Uh, a large parcel company. So, uh, so uh, I'm driving, and I look over, and I'm passing an old man old enough to be... I don't know, fucking great grandma, grandpa or something. And, uh, he's holding up a sign that says, I love to suck a cock. Meet at exit 80. So, that's pretty sick and that's pretty wrong. So, uh, that, that's just disgusting. So, whatever, dude. Fuck off. <laughs> I like that. Whatever, dude. Fuck off. Well, do people? I mean, people like uh, you know. He's making a point that oh, he's old. He's old, and he wants to suck. But like, do people like your brother's going to be an old man someday, and you think his love of sucking cock is going to like go away? That actually was my brother. He quantum leapt into the future, <laughs> 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 and uh, he was just riding around with this sign that he he actually has that sign now. Um, but yeah, yeah, that, that's the thing. What, what, it, does the sign like hang out? I don't understand this. Does it hang out the side of the car, or is it like taped to your back window, or or what is the sign? What is the sign on the highway? I'm just picturing like a, a shitty cardboard sign that he wrote with a sharpie, like on a, like, like a I picket sign that he's got sticking out of his window. Like it just says, "I love to suck cock." Meet at exit eighty. <laughs> do you think that ever works? Yeah, I do. I mean, do, I mean that, imagine if your brother saw it, he'd be like, "Oh." I'll meet that guy. Yeah, I wonder what my brother would do over. in that situation. <laughs> I know my brother would be tempted. Um, He'd be interested. I, yeah, or at least uh, intrigued, probably. Curious. By but yeah, that, that's a pretty bold maneuver for some 80-year-old guy to assume that this guy in the truck is going to be willing to meet him over at Exit 80 to um, engage in some uh, fellatio. Dangerous, you know, you could get rolled. Yeah, you could. Uh, who knows what else could happen? But yeah, I, I just wonder. Do you think women ever do this? No. <laughs> <laughs> women just. Fla- I want to know how many women flash their titties to a truck driver. Like on well, the, on- I mean, they like to be exhibitionists, but they don't. Really, they don't want to meet a random guy. For- but uh, this thing dogging in the UK, I still am interested in. Yeah, that that because is... it appears that women do have random sex in cars in 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 the UK. But that's a complete anomaly here. It would never it happen. It would never here. happen here. It would never happen here. The mur- the woman would be murdered like you know within the first three times she tried to do that, if not the first. If it was in the America, I guess in the United Kingdom, people are more civilized. So you, you know, you might get <laughs> your pussy fucking reamed out, but you're not gonna, you know, nobody's gonna be wearing your skin. Yeah, I doubt it. In the U- yeah, in the U.S., we have just bizarre, weird fetishes. They're too polite over there in the U.K. to do that. You mean mutilating random strangers? Making coats <laughs> out of their skin. Yeah. Um, I wonder if this guy, like, pulled the horn after he saw that, like, uh, uh, I would have done that. I bet you Trucker <laughs> Paul would have just thrown his Walmart bag at him. I, I would abuse that horn if I had that kind of a horn in my car. 
Thanks for the trucker story. Call back and let us know how many times you get flashed on like one particular route. Like, do you get flashed more on, uh, you know, on the route going out to what, the, the, what, like going out to the west coast, or do you get flashed more up in the uh, in the north? I bet you they get flashed like probably two to three times every time they go on a, a trip. I would hope so. It'd be a perk. I wonder how many times the girls are attractive. Uh, here's a reason why we don't have many listeners, new listeners to Sick and Wrong. This is my theory. This is the reason why we don't get that many new listeners to Sick and Wrong. Hey, what's going on, you West Coast homosexuals? Uh, I'm calling because I'm listening to episode 408, and uh, D is uh, referencing how most of the fan base thinks the show is a little bit soft, a little bit pushy, a little soft and warm. And, uh, you know, they, we were getting back to some real stories with some, you know, uh, accidental anal fisting. You know, it was, a good, it was a good time. But really, the reason I'm calling is I figured this would be a good time to say what's my favorite story I've ever heard uh, on the show. Uh, and it's the one I usually reference when I try to let people know uh, about the show and what they talk about. It was one where... And it was a guy in Texas, and what had happened is, uh, is like the stepson or some family member or some somebody close to family had uh, raped his daughter, and it, the kid like owned up to it or something, or somehow everybody knew, and he was supposed to take him down to the jail or take him somewhere, but instead of taking him to the attorney or something, uh, he ended up taking him to an abandoned house and raped this kid in the ass with, like, a three-foot wrench. And, uh, yeah, I'll never forget that. I was just like, yeah, good for that fucking redneck, you know? I mean, that kid goddamn deserved it. Uh, So, yeah, keep it sick. Keep it wrong. It's my favorite story. So there you go, Wackerly. What kind of uh, advertising is that when the guy's like, I listened to this amazing podcast. It's so funny. It's about this... You know, these guys talk about this guy in Texas whose kid raped a dog, and then instead of taking him to jail, he took him to a factory that raped him, the boy, with a wrench. It's, oh, it's so funny. Well, it is what the show is about. I know, but you don't want to tell people that. You want to say, oh, these guys are hilarious. They talk <laughs> about professionals and telling the stories, and he's just sort of relating the gruesome details. Is that your problem? No, I'm just saying, okay, I'm just saying he's going out to try to solicit fans. We want you. To solicit fans. We want you to advertise the podcast by word of mouth. We don't want you to tell horrible things like that. What do we want them to say? Just say these guys are really funny. And uh, they talk about different current events. This week they were talking about, you know, uh, how great it would be to be a house husband. You know? And (laughs) while their wife has to walk in the polar vortex. But some people probably hate the intros. They're just like, would you just get to the fucking gross story already? Okay, but that's what I'm just saying. It's a, okay, you can tell about a gross story. Just, just don't tell about something that gross. <laughs> just say they tell gross stories. So, okay, say they talk about true crime and they talk about bizarre crime stories, funny crime stories. They're really funny guys. Say the podcast is really funny. Like if, <laughs> if um, Mark Maron had a sense of humor, it would be like this. Like it would be like sick and wrong would be a lot, you know, it'd be like sick and wrong. But uh, but you don't have to tell something that gruesome. Also, know your audience. I bet you he's telling this to like middle aged women. What do you think they think of this? What do you think? Like he probably tells it to coworkers. Now how many at work. people do you respect their sense of humor enough that when they say, "Oh, it's really funny," you'd be like, "Oh, it must be really funny." Usually, I'm like, 
you know, you have that thought bubble. Somebody's like, yo, you should check this out. It's really funny. And then I get this thought bubble. I'm like, yeah, but you're a dumbass and you're not funny at all. You don't know what's funny. Yeah, you probably think Martin Lawrence is really funny. I actually do think Martin Lawrence is really funny, but uh, I never liked you know, your sense whatever. of humor. Whatever. We could pick a million other things. But no, I, I guess I understand. All I'm saying is try to portray the podcast in the most positive light as possible. When you're, when you're, uh, proselytizing out there we do appreciate that though thanks for spreading the word um and i just do like, like a, just be like you should listen to this podcast why just fucking listen to it it's free and i said it was good <laughs> you gotta fucking ask me for always gotta be a contrarian <laughs> just aliens fucking do listen exist to it. free. Bitch. <laughs> you can fucking listen to it while you're driving to your shitty job just listen to it and see if you like it or not give it well, a I shot i don't know give me a synopsis <laughs> fuck you <laughs> <laughs> That's very persuasive. That'd work on me. All right, here's the last uh, call. It's about a teacher scandal. It's a little long, so I might cut it short. Hey, what's going on, you fuckers? All right, so I got another story for you. And actually, the fact that I have another story with you uh, makes me realize how unbelievably fucked up my life is and the fact that I've had so many stories on the show. I think this will make six. Uh, if this makes Six. sense. So, wow. Um, here we go. So, one of my friends just got busted yesterday. You know, this guy has had six calls. We don't have a name for him. Yeah, you got to make up a remember a moniker. Name. Yeah, this guy needs a moniker. You got to make up a moniker there, guy. Guy with the six stories. Yeah, because he just, up life. He, uh, oh, I had seven stories. Really? Which ones are you? Oh, the, you know, that one and this other one. And, like, nobody can prove that you're all the same person. Yeah, you, you need a name. I don't know. Okay. Um, but we need more information to get a name. But anyway. He Maybe said a fake it, name. Well, I guess we could. I don't know. Scarecrow? Mrs. King. Yeah. Mrs. King. The Falcon. Um, the Falcon. His friend here uh, was arrested. She's uh, in her mid-30s, and she's a school teacher, and she got busted for uh, sleeping with a 15-year-old boy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, my uh, a good friend of mine, he was just outed as a pedophile yesterday. Um, so, Tell yeah, me. so, it was that a was she, uh, right? definitely, you know, a revelation to all of us. Yeah, he said a good friend of, her, of his is a woman who's a teacher that slept with one of her students. I mean, you know, our, we have the same opinion about this, correct? Yeah, like high five. Yeah, it's, it's not a crime. It's not a crime at all. A hot 30-year-old chick. I would love to sleep with a 30-year-old right if now. The, yeah, if the kid is male and the teacher is female, it's not a crime. And I it's, don't care how many fucking mo- Like, if you had a son, you would understand. Like, nope, nope, nope. All I'm saying is if the kid's 15 and above. Maybe 14. Say 12, I think we've had this argument. I'd say, like, 12 or above. Okay, as long as the kids... and under, then yeah, like, leave the fucking toddlers alone. <laughs> the, the prepubescent males, yeah. just leave them alone. But as soon as he's jerking off, yeah. 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 If you're going to give up that pussy, good for you. <laughs> I mean, go no, right ahead. No, no man, like, actual man is ever going to want you again, because they know you like to fuck 13-year-old boys. But I don't think it's a crime. God forbid I ever have a child, and he gets... He's, like, you know, 13 years old, and he's just like, Dad, my, uh... You know, geology, te- geometry teacher. She's know, thirty-two, and she she's touching me inappropriately. I'd be like, "Son, go for it right now." I, no, I'd Bend be her mad over at the him. desk and go for it, kid. 
I'd be mad at him because I'd be like jealous. I'd be like, I didn't, wasn't getting laid when I was your age, you little fucker. You I would be appreciate like, that shit. You need to bend her over the desk and you need to get your cell phone out, your iPhone, put on the video camera, and you got to show this to dad because I yeah. want to tell all the boys over there at the bar that my son is a stud. I don't know if you really want to be watching your son fuck somebody, but okay. I don't want to see him. I just want to see her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay yeah i'd be like get her to send you some selfies and then selfies yeah and just be like this is my son checking geometry teacher at his high school yeah she's high even smart five. not a she's crime a little fucked in the head but <laughs> not a crime actually we always kind of knew she probably was doing this because she actually and i'll get into the story but his had sex with older students like college students before and she has a justin bieber fascination uh fetish so this really doesn't kind of make sense so here's what's funny about it all right so this has been going on for a while apparently um she is an english second language teacher um and just for the record most of this is probably never going to come out because she's never going to admit to doing it since she's going through the legal trouble right now um but you're a great friend (laughs) talking about the particulars of a crime that's currently on trial right now on a podcast. That's why he never gives his name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we knew what town he is, we'd figure out who it was. Should we just call him Benedict? Benedict Arnold. Yeah. The whole story was, you know, we're under the assumption this is actually happening. So, because it is. Um, so, she distinguished a second language teacher to mostly uh, Arabic and Persian students. And, um, you know, which I think in some ways is part of her now that I've, you know, I've been able to construct this whole thing um, while, you know, thinking about this is that she probably does it because they have a disconnect with the normal society because they are foreign, that she's able to get more away with this. But, okay, either way. So, the kid's Saudi, which I also think is fucked up because, you know, they have weird women issues. So apparently she had been tutoring him at her house um, for, you know, a couple months. And I've, had, I've slept with her before. A bunch of my <laughs> friends have slept with her before. <laughs> That's the greatest casual addition ever. I love how he's like, I mean, I've, I've slept, slept with her before. But, uh... All my friends have slept with her before. So it's not just your friend. Like this is this story is like this girl I used to fuck or you know this girl I fucked one time I now found out she's fucking like children. Yeah, this is like a girl that you have had romantic relations with. You've had relations with several of your friends have had relations with and she's having sex with teenagers. It sounds like she's more like just the bar slut, though, because he sounds like he went on. And she had sex with college students. Well, no, but I think he was just when I cut him off, he was about to say, like, I fucked her. Like, all my friends have fucked her. Every guy I know at the bar has fucked her. Yeah, but wouldn't you, I mean, could you imagine how stoked you'd be if your parents were like, you know, you need to get some tutoring by Miss Miller. Um, She's going to have to do it at her house, like around 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. You're going to have to go over to her house. Um, She's a single lady. And you know she's kind of hot. Probably slutty hot. She's probably the hottest. Yeah. I bet you she's probably one of the hottest teachers in the high school. I would be like, uh, okay, that's not a problem. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I mean, I remember I used to jerk off to teachers that I had that weren't even hot, but just because they were kind of young. 
Yeah. We like if they were in their early thirties, I'd be like, you're kind of gross, but you're still, you're not like as ugly as like the old fucking 58 year old bags I have teaching my other classes. And Do you they still s- got sort of your, your tits aren't sagging down to your knees and, and yeah, so I'd go home and in the middle of the night I'd jerk off thinking about. I don't even remember their fucking names at this point. But <laughs> no, but I, I, you know, we used to do too. Like we always, we all used to fantasize about the, uh, you know, any teacher that was like late twenties, early thirties, right. didn't even matter how hot she was. We still wanted to have sex with her. Right. Cause you're staring at her all day, every day, Yeah, or, you know, for an hour every day. And all day you're thinking about her tits. Yeah. You know, you're so bored. What else are you going to think about? Very sexually aggressive, so she basically probably just jumped this kid, you know, as this is happening. Now, <laughs> apparently, the kid has fallen in love with her, this 15-year-old, and now being a Saudi, um, would call her while we were all hanging out. We, they would find He would hear that she was hanging out with other men and would get very, very jealous. Now, he's a 15-year-old kid, so I guess one day he <laughs> went there and he fucking started banging on the door, and he left a note, um, you know, saying, like, I'm going to kill myself, or I'm going to kill you. Uh, apparently, wow. uh, he came banging at the door one day with a knife in his hand. Now, she obviously did not want to call the police because she's sleeping with a child. Um, but <laughs> Yeah, so but you're just like, this kid's obsessed with me, he's trying to kill me. And then the kid says that you had sex, and you're like, he's crazy. Yeah, I mean, she could just deny it's his word against hers, and she's a teacher, respected teacher at a school. Right. Although all the cops know she's the bar slut, too, right? <laughs> like, I fucked her. <laughs> Officer Brady. I wonder if the, the kid could, like, describe her vagina perfectly. Does that count? Does that hold up in court? <laughs> they all look the same. Asking, like, basically asking a friend of mine to come over there and, like, scare this kid away. And he's like, no. He's like, why don't you just call the cops? She ends up calling the cops. Obviously, the cops come there, the kid leaves, but now they have to investigate. They investigate, they figure out what's going on, and they arrest her. So, in the end, <laughs> she ended up calling the fucking cops on herself and getting yeah, herself arrested. Yeah, why did she just say, no, I didn't do that? Weird. I, I just don't understand, like, why, uh, yeah, why she would even call the cops in the first place. Well, because she's trying to, this kid has a knife and he's trying to kill her. <laughs> what, what would you do? I, you know, what I would probably do is I would probably go to I would go back to school and I would talk to like a guidance counselor first and say, "Hey, you know what? I've been getting threats from the student. I don't understand why." And he's and then been, they're gonna. What, what's here's the problem is they're gonna talk to him and he's gonna say, "We have, I am in love with her. We have been having sex. I am in love with her." And then the guidance they, counselor or the cops is gonna they're gonna go back to the chick and say, "We checked out the your story. The kid is obsessed with you. It's a problem, but." You know, he says you guys have been having sex, and that then that's when happened, you lie, right? And, and you you're like, no, like, she's obsessed. No, yeah, but some people are just bad liars. Is the problem? Yeah, that that's the problem. This the local it's just slut like immediate here. like sweaty upper lip. Like, no, she probably no, has a not. tell. She probably is, like she <laughs> right. probably like has like her legs start shaking. She starts yeah, her sweating. eyes go crossed. <laughs> are you telling the truth? Of course I am. <laughs> Now, I mean, like, there's video of her, like, being walked away in shackles and stuff. And, I mean, I was smoking weed with this girl on New Year's Eve at my buddy's house. She must be a great just teacher. fucked up, man. Like, just fucked up. So, you know, if you're going to be a pedophile, don't call the cops on yourself. Keep it safe. Keep it wrong. Well, there's the moral of the story. 
Good. I guess I mean she's in that situation. What would you do? Would you have your uh, your 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 buddies, your friends, go and scare the kid? I mean, she tried, and they were like, "Fuck off," <laughs> which I think I would do, <laughs> especially if it was like this student's harassing me, and we, and I'd be like, "What do you mean?" Well, he says he's in love with me, and he's trying to stab me. And I'm like, "Well, why is he in love with you? Did you fuck him?" And when she's like. No, and you can tell she's lying. She's like, "Fuck you! I'm not coming over there." And I'd be like, "You I don't care if he is 15. Like, I'm not going to risk myself getting stabbed because you want to fuck some one of your fucking high school students." Isn't call that, the cops? Isn't that usually how uh, most of these women get caught? Because it's it seems like it's always. I mean, you read all these different news stories. <clears throat> you read all these different news stories about these late twenties, early thirties teachers having sex with their 16 15 year old students you never hear about it from the men you notice that you don't hear about 35 year old men having sex with the 16 year old girl yes you do not as often as like the most of the articles you see in the paper it's like these women having sex with their male students I mean, I'm sure uh, it happens. I wonder if that's just media bias. But I mean, like, at my high school, yeah, the creepy fucking orchestra teacher was definitely, you know, I don't know if he was boning them, but was being sexually inappropriate with girls who, like, played the violin. I'm Okay, maybe not boning them, but I don't think a lot of the teachers that, male teachers that are in their late 20s, are, sitting there, are going out and boning the 15-year-old um, freshman at their high school. But you hear about this know. with women. You hear all about the this time. a lot, the women thing. Yeah, I don't get it. I so, don't know. I mean, but I guess in this situation, I don't. You know, I mean, she can't really call the cops. That's why I would try to create some kind of story to preempt his story. So I would go and I would tell this guiding counselor, be like, "This kid thinks he's in love with me. He's fabricating all these stories about having sex with me. And then last night he uh, came at me with a knife, or threatened to come at me with a knife." Then they call the cops. You talk to the cops. Then they interview the kid. Yeah, but what if what do you do the first night when he's out there with a knife? Well, <laughs> just well, hole up in the basement. That's, that's what mace is for. <laughs> just mace. I guess I guess you shouldn't be having sex with your students, you dirty slut. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, people call the sicker on hotline two zero six 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 three eight four six. You know, Wackerly, I want to give big ups to the UK people who are voting, rating the show on the UK iTunes. I took, a, I took a look the other day. I went out and I looked at, I went to iTunes, the iTunes store. I looked at the UK store. We're in the What's Hot category. We're at the first podcast in the What's Hot category. I looked over we in the Sweden, hot. the Sweden um, iTunes, and they were at number 20. Swedes love us. In the US, we're not even in the top 200. Fuck the US. Fuck the USA. Nah, you know, it really, really let me down that my hometown country, this is our home. It's our country. And we're Americans. They don't even, uh, they they show us no love on the iTunes. We're like the Ramones. Yeah, never appreciated. Or, you know, the Stooges. Never appreciated in our own country. In Europe, they love us. Like like Sparks. You know the band Sparks? No. Okay, the Stooges, same same thing. thing. Iggy Pop. (laughs) Iggy Pop went over to the UK because he felt more appreciated there. I, I think, think we might Hasselhoff. have to do this. Hasselhoff had to go to Germany. Well, he had a certain amount of fame, but not for his... We're like Hasselhoff's music career. Exactly. Only big in Europe. Whereas in the U.S., they don't even care about us. I think Ooh. most stuff that's, that's only big in Europe is generally cooler than stuff that makes a big splash here right away. I think so, too. 
I just, you know, I, I see all it's these other podcasts. True. Well, you see all these other podcasts. These like um, some of these like second rate, like C list podcasts, and in and uh, these well, garbage by garbage by podcasts. By definition, that makes us D or E list. If they're all I'm saying is we've been around a long time. We put in our dues. We paid our dues wackily, and they love us in the UK. I'm thinking we should just only be on the UK iTunes. Just delist ourselves. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like we get any love in the U.S. These garbage podcasts are ahead of us. This is like a very John Galt type thing you're going for here. Possibly. I don't know. I was. I, I you saw. Would appreciate it. I we're you going know to I our saw. Secret rich person's valley that nobody can find, and we're just going to podcast to ourselves. I saw it yesterday when I was looking at the rankings, and I was like, "Wow, we're not even in the top 200." Go over to the UK iTunes. And there we are, like top, I don't know, I think we're number 36 or something. So I just want to say thank you, UK. Thank you, Limeys. And, you know, I'm going to learn the, the national anthem of the, uh, what is it, God Save the Queen? I'm going to learn the national language. Yeah, I'm going to learn the national language of the United Kingdom. And I'm going to podcast in that language. And just just show my gratitude. Right. You know, thank you, UK. And you in US, come on, man. How long does it take you to go and rate and subscribe to the show on iTunes? There's yeah. also the possibility that we're somehow being blacklisted. I wouldn't doubt that. From the conspiracy. US listing. Because we used to be sometimes up there, shown. Visibly. We always used to be. And we always used to be like in the what's hot category. Did we become much we... less popular like all of a sudden? Or did with some policy change enacted within the iTunes shadow government? We get no love on the U.S. iTunes. That's all. I, that's all I've come to recognize. I, don't I know. think there's like a pit bull loving, diaper wearing, <laughs> adult baby. Yeah, I bet you that's that what is it like is. Prominently in control of what what gets listed on iTunes. That really it's you lambasting infantilism. That's what causes us to slip in the ratings of the U.S. iTunes. Because I think the guys that work over there in iTunes at the Apple at the uh, the the Apple corporate office over in the South Bay. All those guys are into diaper fetishes. Like they all have, they're all diaper fetishes. It must smell awful in that office. I, I bet you it does. I think Steve Jobs, diaper fetishist, that guy. You can see it just looking at him. He had a lot of weird shit, but yeah. I think okay. so. What are you going to do? Anyway, subscribe to the show on iTunes. Just do a search for Sick and Wrong. Rate, comment. We appreciate it. It does, does help boost exposure for the show. Uh, Sick and Wrong Tees. People, I sent out all the T-shirts I had. I had a few because we were waiting for some more mediums. We ordered more mediums. We got every single size in stock right now, and I sent out all the shirts. I apologize for missing Christmas. A lot of people are upset about that, apparently. Anyway, uh, you can order a shirt right now at stickaroundpodcast.com slash store, and you will get it um, in a timely manner. I also have uh, new uh, stickers, which I will post to the, uh, the uh, website so you can check it out. Um, they're the new They Live stickers. Finally here, Sigaronk Song of the Week was sent in from Mark. He says, hey, Dean Lance, my name is Mark from Melbourne, Australia. I've been listening since 2009, and I really enjoy the show. I like how D never fails to mention Ron Jeremy in every second episode. <laughs> and how Lance started eating cheese and sipping wine like a cheating housewife. He has been doing that. Anyway, keep up the awesome work, and here's my submission for Song of the Week. It's $50 bill. By a bunch of Asians called Anonymous Yellow. It's definitely relevant to the western suburbs of Melbourne. I personally like this song because it reminds me of Asians who drive $100,000 cars and live in shitty neighborhoods. 
They're clearly working at a Safeway for a living. Enjoy. Uh, P.S. Don't let my fellow Aussies fool you. We all drink Foster's. Cheers, Mark. I knew that, Mark. Thank you. Thank you for uh, confirming that. It's been confirmed. I knew it. Anyway, we're going to end the show here with uh, $50 bills. An interesting song, this anonymous yellow uh, group here. They're, they're Asian-Australian, so they have an Aussie accent, but they're also Asian. So it's kind of this hybrid, like, Aussie-Asian accent. Strange song. <laughs> okay. Um, thanks, Mark, for saying that in. People will be back next week with episode 415. Until then, take it sleazy. Good night. Hey, mate, you got the stuff? You got the good stuff? Yeah, mate, you got the money? Yeah, mate, I, I only got $20. $20? No, mate, you need $50. $50? Hey, mate, I'm gonna take your money and run. I might come back! Yo, that man took my $50 bill So fuck with him cause he going to kill All I did was sit here and chill Watch out man, he gang live in Box Hill Look at he bitch snoop up in a posse Looking like a nip but rap like a Aussie Him and he bitch pulling on my hair I don't care, I'm from Kappa yeah? He bitch looking fine, looking all stuck up Get the fuck away You think you're fucked? Watch out mate The cowboy mood don't walk away I get gun shoot you He look at me, want to start some shit Cause some heroin mine I wanna hear you want no drugs, you want no score, then fuck you, me friend, you no more. You got the 50, 50 dollar bill, I got the 50, you got the 50, none of us yellow coming down with the chill, bring on the 50, 50 dollar bill. You got the 50, 50 dollar bill, I got the 50, you got the 50, none of us yellow coming down with the chill, bring on the 50, 50 dollar bill. I say shut up, you can't even speak, or I speak is the broken English. What for you, give my girl Jiggy Queen, you do again, I chop you up, dim sim, eating Steam sim with a steam dumpling, a top of soy sauce and a coconut drink. So, so hungry, let's go eat instead. Go to Springvale, might get two dollar bread. Sorry, me not understand drinking grog. Maybe you know I eat your dog. Put barbecue sauce on the little mat. You want a big piece? I have to card. Why you laughing at me? I have to squat. Where's the toilet paper, mate? I forgot. You want some pussy for a side dish? I fucking her no more cause she's a beast. You got the 50, 50 dollar bill. I got the 50, you got the 50. None of us yellow coming down with the chill. Bring on the 50, 50 dollar bill. Who got the 50, 50 dollar bill? I got the 50, you got the 50. None of us yellow coming down with the chill. Bring on the 50, 50 dollar bill. Now I have to go and looking for that. Look here, mate. I have your shirt. Look at your bum. It's so brown. What you doing tonight? Let's go to Crown. Bringing your baby. We leave in the car. Don't let the cops know. They cuff you up What you say Don't say you're Asian Or get a free ride To the police station Come to Spring Vial Might I stab you in the back Don't cause no trouble Cause I attack Everybody come and listen To the nipple rhyme With all the girls I love you long time I don't care I come straight off the board You like my shit Because this I wrote Everybody throw your 50s In the air Wave it around Like you just don't care Who got the 50 50 dollar bill I got the 50 You got the 50 None of us yellow Coming down with the chill Bring on the 50 50 so you see mate, don't do the heroin, don't do the drugs, or else you get your $50 wasted, you know, it goes away, someone take it from you. Yeah, here's a holiday shit story for you. This fucking holiday is shit. Talk about amateur night. My God, 
amateur fucking drivers, amateur parkers, amateur fucking shoppers. Holy shit, man. I wish these fucking Christians would take their goddamn holiday back. Fucking Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. That's fucking sick and wrong. <laughs>